Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. This is episode eight. I'm your host, Matt. With me, as always, is our other co-host, Eric. Eric, how's this week been treating you, man? Pretty darn good. Getting back in the swing of things. Went to my favorite place in the world, work. Oh, yeah. And uh, kids are in daycare. Wife's back in school. Mm. So all is well on that front. I uh, got back into Battleborn. Had some pretty good matches. Mm. Got to play the old fat chicken. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Yep. And outside of that, it's been uh, some World of Warcraft. Legion just hit. So, yeah, enjoying the heck out of it. What about you? Been a pretty good week. We did uh, Murder Mystery with the Game Night crew on Saturday. And as always, I'm about to go do pub trivia after we record this. Other than that, you know, playing a little bit of Battleborn, like you said, getting some fat chicken time in, and just a couple other games here and there. Nothing, nothing really major. Been a pretty slow week. Outstanding. You ready to get into this? Absolutely. Well, one more thing we did this week was, of course, our Talented Tuesday. This week, our subject, our muse, was Arendi. So you can check out previews of all three of our our artistic creations on Twitter, and the full versions are up on our Instagram. I just wanted to add and say that uh, I used coloring markers this time around. That's true. And I found that that's very difficult. So, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to switch back to the pencils, uh, but uh, I still think it was a pretty darn good job. Yeah, I, I went with a little bit of color myself. I scrounged up some highlighters and some colored pens from work during my 15-minute masterpiece to try and spruce it up a little bit. I don't know how much it helped, but I did it, so there you go. Just want to give a shout-out to all three of us because I liked all three of them. Yeah. And I do think at the end of it, I think as usual... Danny's wins out a little bit. I, th- I think just a little bit. Maybe we're a little more inspired creatively with the crazy scenarios and situations we put him in, but I think she's probably uh, on another level from us. Maybe. Well, Maybe. Time will tell. Yeah. We'll see this week when we all draw Ernest and we all get some fat chicken time in. All right. Well, moving on to this week at Gearbox, we'll go ahead and start off mm-hmm. with letting everybody know if you missed it or didn't see it. Gearbox gave everybody a UPR commander pack. Oh, yeah. So make sure you go ahead and grab that code. We'll have it down in the show notes, as always. And I just want to reiterate for all the listeners, that is a UPR commander pack, not just a regular old loot pack. So when I popped mine open, I got a skin for Galt, I got a legendary, and then, you know, a couple pieces of trash. But it was still pretty awesome. I didn't get anything, as usual. So it was awesome. Yeah. And speaking of loot, they went ahead and gave out five keys for Borderlands 2 as well, so... Once again, check the show notes if you haven't got it already, or go check your uh, usual feeds. Mm -hmm. And then one more kind of a sad note. Uh, We found out earlier today as we were recording this that Borderlands Legends has been removed from the App Store. So if you were a big fan of that on iOS and you didn't already have it on your device, you can't get it anymore. I looked into it a little bit more because I know neither of us were really familiar with it. It looked like kind of a top-down touch-and-drag style kind of... The movement of everyone kind of reminds me of like a tower defense game, but it's not really that. Look like just randomized maps you play as the original Borderlands heroes, but that's gone now. Yeah, unfortunate, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. Mm. As far as the battle plan this week, really not a whole lot going on. Gearbox plugged their PAX West panel, which will be streamed on their Twitch channel, which we'll talk about a whole lot more later in the show. They also announced that this week's Hardcore Spotlight mode is going to be featuring Tempest. Again, Hardcore Spotlight is a playlist of story missions usually revolving around a certain planet or theme. 
and those missions will be played on advanced difficulty with hardcore mode enabled. So as soon as somebody goes down, you better go res them because there are no respawns, no extra lives, or anything like that in this mode. you got to be serious business to handle that. Just one hot fix this week for Ernest's Power Egg. Apparently there was an issue that caused attacks to be slowed whenever you're buffed by the Power Egg. I never experienced it myself, but they went ahead and patched that out. In the community spotlight, one that will make us all feel ashamed and unworthy of being in the same universe as this guy. A guy, Sean Stanway, sent in a picture of his uh, his career screen in his command menu, and he has golds in Every story mission on every difficulty. That's normal, normal hardcore, advanced, and advanced hardcore. So please, everyone join me in bowing down to this guy. We're not worthy! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! We also got a little bit more lore in this battle plan. A little thing about the Astanti people. So you guys can go check out the battle plan for more on that. As we said before, we all like the lore for this game, so it's a nice little added touch at the end of the battle plan. Just uh, go ahead and check it out. Last week we told you guys about an AMA that went on in the Battleborn Discord, and this week Mental Mars posted up an article from some upcoming patch notes that were also revealed in that Battleborn Discord. So if you guys are interested in hearing what's going on behind the scenes, what's coming down the pipe, definitely sign up, jump in that Discord. I know Eric and I hadn't done that yet, but it's something we'll definitely be doing from now on. Get yourself in there, take a listen, see what's going on. Apparently they're, they're pretty active in there. And we're not done yet, folks. We've also got mm. Chaos Rumble. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a new PvP mode they released. And as well as taking away the unique character rule, they went ahead and set it up so you'll choose from three random maps. And now, I wasn't 100% sure. Was that going to be one from Capture, one from Meltdown, and one from Incursion? Or was it just three random maps? All the matches I played, and I only played a handful, it was always one, one, and one. That's what I saw, too. So I assume yeah. that's what it was, but... I didn't want to say for sure because I didn't actually take a gander. Yeah, the one we saw last night when we went from one match to the other, it, it cycled the maps, but not the style of the map. So I, I'm assuming it's one, one, and one. And the only unfortunate side effect of that uh, was you don't get any lore challenges mm-hmm. when you're playing through Chaos Rumble. Yeah. So if you guys are out there hunting for those, don't go into Chaos Rumble because you will never get them. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, I took it as just a fun throwaway mode, like... I'm not going to be serious. I'm going to play on a team of five fat chickens. I'm going to be five Arendis. You know, so it it didn't lend itself to, oh, I'm going to try and farm my lore challenge with this. Just I just want to kick back, maybe drink a beer, and just be stupid and have a lot of fun. So that that's how I took it. Well, when we got to be stupid, we got yeah. to have four fat chickens yeah. on our team. One uh, individual, we don't say who, mm-hmm. didn't cooperate, but... Uh, it was close enough, I think, to get a good gauge of how that would go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, some Player X wannabe picked Eldragon instead. Why would you not roll with five fat chickens? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And I will say that the beginning of the match went wonderfully. Oh, yeah. We just all sat back, as you can imagine, popping eggs and throwing grenades all over the map. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. But the other team caught on to the fact that if they just got in close, mm-hmm. you could eat the fat chicken right on up. Well, I, I think that was the other part, as we were up against Tryhard Jones and all his buddies who all picked unique characters. So I think they they didn't understand the whole purpose of this mode. Why would you queue up in that mode to just play five different characters? 
But like you said, in the initial engagement, they went, whoa, there are 18,000 grenades raining down on our faces. Let's back off. Let's regroup. Let's try and get out of here. And then, oh, yeah, they're just being stupid, sitting under their eggs, just shooting wildly into the air. And let's just go eat them up. Uh-huh. And then what else did we do? We got uh, five Arendis in there. Oh, yeah. And that was kind of a debacle. Uh, we didn't put on a good show for that one. Well, I mean, we did okay. We were individually terrible. This was a meltdown match. The match went to its full, you know, time limit conclusion. We didn't get just destroyed and, you know, kicked off and lose a thousand to zero. But the other two Arendis and the two Ambras were pretty much just wrecking shop on us the whole time. And they had a fat chicken, but phew, whatever. Again, why would you play a unique character? When you see two Ambras and two Arendis, why not just pick one of those? Come on, it's Chaos Rumble, man. I could see it if it was going to be like a, maybe a two and a three combo, but yeah, you're right. Why mm. go for an explicitly unique character unless you have some strange concoction you're thinking of, Yeah, like we've talked about in our previous episodes. Mm. Overall, I think it's a really fun mode. Uh, I am a little sad about the lore thing, but I, I understand it because mm. of the nature of what it is. I mean, it make things just way too easy sometimes, yeah. so... I get it, and I uh, I definitely enjoy it, and right now it's really popping, so it's mm. a nice mode to hop into for quick matches and a good time. Although I think as far as the lore thing goes, it would be pretty nice to be able to get a couple of those lore challenges. Like, uh, is it Galilea that has one, or maybe it's Galt, that's be on a team of five peacekeepers? So if you're rolling with five Galts or five Galileas, you instantly get that without having to go into you know, global chat and would you please pick Oscar Mike and then you can pick Montana and you can, you know, whatever it is. So that, I think that would be one thing where it would be nice to be able to get lore from it. And it's just a nice quick pop in, have some fun, goof around, be five Eldragons and everybody clothesline and have him just going Eldragon constantly. Hell yeah. So uh, the other big thing this week for anyone who doesn't have a season pass or digital deluxe, version of the game. Ernest drops for you guys on Thursday, September 1st for 47,500 credits. And I figured since we didn't get a chance to talk about him immediately after the stream or immediately after he dropped, because we generally record on Thursdays, we might take a few minutes to say what we like or don't like about the fat chicken, you know, with our time with him. Well, I played a few matches with him and Mm. I enjoy the character, but it's not my style. So every match I've been in, I would try to play the proper support and get into a nice little spot, throw the egg down so it can maximize its effect for all the team members, Mm -hmm. and throw grenades down and try to shut a lane down and or get rid of the ads. Mm -hmm. But I felt like I had no one backing me up, Yeah, and I don't want to blame others. You know, it's one of those learn to get better kind of things. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was just aggravating. It It felt like every time I set up, I had a Pendles or a Dandy or an El Dragon just coming in and just curb stomping me because mm. I feel that he's squishy as all get out. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he's cool and he's got a lot of potential and I've seen people wreck with him. Mm. But for me, I, I just wasn't jiving. He's definitely my jam because, you know, I like to be that kind of supportive character sitting in the back throwing out, like Reyna, throwing out heals, throwing out a little bit of damage, that kind of thing. So I really like the play style. But I don't think I'm very good with him because landing those grenade shots, especially on really mobile characters, is that is a bear and a half. I mean, when we had that match with the four fat chickens, there was a Benedict on the other team flying around everywhere, and I couldn't hit him to save my life. But the few times I did, I was just wrecking shop. He would go down in like 
four or five grenades. So I really like the character, and I really like I really like his skill set because when you're throwing down that egg and you hear everyone else's attacks just popping off just so fast, and even your own your own stuff, it it feels really good. But I'm just not that skilled with them, I guess. And to your point about not having any backup, I, I felt like anytime I'd lay the egg down right behind the team as we're trying to push, they'd get pushed back and my egg would get killed. So I'd put another egg behind them and then they'd get pushed back and my egg would get killed. And I'm wondering as we're talking about this right now, maybe when I put that egg back and as soon as I see people come up, I switch it into defense mode, maybe they don't get pushed back as much. And again, maybe that's just a failing on my part as I'm playing him, but it felt like that happened all the time. I had to trust everyone up in front to do their job. Again, not to blame other players, but sometimes they wouldn't, and there wouldn't be enough that I could really do to support them at that point. One last issue, like you said, always having a Pendles or a Deandy or somebody rushing in on you. Well, when you're sitting back as as earnest and throwing that stuff out, your healer's obviously got to man the front lines and keep all those people up. So I think it's a part of, I got to heal them. Oh, you're behind me and you're getting attacked, I'd have to divert from the front to go get you. So it's kind of a lose-lose for that person at that point. I agree with that. Also, on a side note, you said your egg's getting killed. So are you meaning you fertilized that sucker? Or are you meaning destroyed, maybe? Oh, my goodness. It's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a mechanical egg device. I choose to believe it's alive because I can put a shield on it to keep him alive. Hey, it has health. I mean, specifically, if you have health, you're alive. It would just have energy otherwise, right? See? See? All right, all right. I'll, I'll give it to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> You've escaped this time, sir. <laughs> so for everyone who hasn't had a chance to get out there and play him, definitely do so. I oh, yeah. think uh, a lot of people are going to find that he's very powerful and enjoy the heck out of him. Mm-hmm. And on the other end of that, I think uh, quite a few of you might see uh, from my angle. Yeah, yeah. I, he's defi- He definitely fits a unique role. You know, we've got a little bit of... You know, that ranged support-ish kind of not really viable up close with stuff like Oscar Mike or Whiskey Foxtrot. But he he definitely is a, a unique character, and I really like where they've placed him, like his whole role in the team. Again, always nice to have variety. Speaking of variety, folks, starting today, September 2nd, is PAX West. And furthermore, the very good part here is tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern, Gearbox is having its panel mm-hmm. where they've promised to go ahead and give us new information on Battleborn, Borderlands, possibly, Duke mm-hmm. Nukem, possibly, Homeworld, possibly. They, they're just kind of hinting out there, so speculation's in the air. So every franchise that they own, except Brothers in Arms, basically, yes. has a chance, possibly, maybe, to be talked about. But Battleborn was confirmed. Yes, yes. And one other note, last week they had reported that it was starting at 5 p.m. Pacific, which would be 8 Eastern. They've moved it up one hour, so 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern. Just so nobody gets confused out there. If you're listening to this on Friday, tune in at the correct time. And speaking of the uh, the promised portion there, yes. Battleborn, uh, we saw that they're definitely going to be talking about the new story out mode mm-hmm. with uh, the Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion. Yep. So we've been talking about these story missions. I know we did at least the last episode, maybe the episode before that too, that we're both super psyched and excited and eager to get in there and find out how they play, what they're all about, even though we've gotten some details before. 
it'd be nice to see actual hands-on footage, see if they do a couple rounds of it, how it changes between each instance of the story app that they go into. One thing, though, that I was a little confused about or concerned about that uh, they announced in the details of the story apps is today it specifically says every story operation is playable solo or co-op with up to three buddies, not up to four buddies. So I thought that was a little weird that they're winding it from five players down to four. Uh, Yes, it is four. Hmm. I, you're right, actually. Yeah. Huh. I never even thought about that. For some reason in my head, I kept thinking a four-player was the usual. But no. you're right, five players is the usual. <laughs> and, I mean, it works out pretty well for us because our, our default team is four. But if Jeremy's on, he's like, hey, you know, I bought that DLC and I want to roll with you guys. Well, tough luck, buddy. I, mm-hmm. I thought that was a little weird. I think it was all because they shortened the mission time. So, therefore, yeah. having five people in there maybe off put it off balance a little bit yeah that was the one thing i was thinking it because we've we've seen how strongly and how much it scales from just running with two guys to running with five it's this shorter tighter experience maybe adding that fifth player either makes it too easy or if they do scale it in that same way it it would make it just too hard even for five players to do i don't know Speaking of difficulty, uh, there was recently a YouTube video with Mental Mars talking with Randy Varnell, and apparently in these story out modes, the difficulty is going to scale. So the more side missions and objectives you complete, the harder the enemies are going to become as you go through this mission. And then also, once you complete the mission and say you do it again, Mm -hmm. the difficulty is going to go further up. And he said there will be a hard reset to this, though. So if you bring in someone who's new, uh, you know, you can reset it down so that way it's not so complicated for them. It was not specified whether there's a perk to this being more difficult, though. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious to see whether there's going to be, like, a better chance at, you know, legendary loot Mm -hmm. or credits or what's the purpose of it getting and scaling up to a more difficult level. I would assume there'd have to be a a loot credit XP bonus to that, uh, especially because they said each story app is going to have new legendaries, new loot tables, new taunts and skins and titles and all that good stuff. Maybe there's a title for running through that whole story app at max difficulty, Thrall Rebellion Overlord or you know wh- whatever they decide to call it. Maybe stuff like that. Maybe if you run through that whole thing on max difficulty, you get a Thrall Rebellion outfit for whoever you ran through it with. I think that would be, that that sounds pretty damn awesome to me. Yeah, because then it would just show everybody that you've completed that particular story up at max difficulty. That'd exactly. Be but I'm sure we're going to find out later tonight. Yeah, make sure you guys tune into that. It's at twitch.tv slash Software, their official Twitch channel. So in addition to the PvE stuff that they're going to be showing off on the stream, we got an announcement on Wednesday about the next PvP mode, which is going to be dropping at the same time as Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion, which will be on October 13th. This new PvP mode is called Face Off. Well, it features features Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and John Travolta. Their vocal and facial talents are in this game. One team's going to be with Travolta, one team's going to be with Nicholas. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd play his FBI team, and then you'd play, like, the, the gangbangers that, that Nicolas Cage runs with, or John Travolta runs with eventually. Yes. <laughs> oh, face off. This uh, is going to be an awesome mode. I can't wait. I'm going to be on Cage's side every time. Uh, I'm going to have to play a good guy's side, you know. 
I'm going to be like Brent and just play play the angel all the time. I, I can't be a bad guy. So when he gets his face off, I'll have to switch over to Nick Cage's team because he'll be the real good guy, but as a bad guy with bad guy face. That'll be like 50% of the way through the match, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll you'll both go under, and then it'll have a cool graphic, just whoosh, face swap. What a good mode. Good job, <laughs> Gearbox. You guys, man. Wow. You know just what 90s nostalgia buttons to push, man. But on a serious note, if you guys had checked out the Battleborn AMA that was out last week, they talked about how the next PvP mode was going to incorporate the Varelsi instead of just minion bots. And so what they announced Wednesday was this mode that's called Face-Off. It'll be two teams fighting against each other to exterminate invading Varelsi. So basically it sounds like what you do during this mode is, you know, you'll have Varelsi creeps at some point, at some place in the map, and it's your job to go and kill them, and when they die, they'll drop their masks. Now you got to grab the mask, run it back to some kind of depository. Maybe it's like a minret grinder thing. Maybe it's just, you know, you run back to your, your spawn area and deposit those to get points. Sounds like it's a point-based mode, like Meltdown, first to 500 wins. But obviously there's elements of capture the flag, kind of a little bit if you're a, a, a Call of Duty fan, a Kill Confirmed, where you kill somebody and you grab their dog tags. Here you kill Ferelsi, pick up their masks. Other players try to kill you to make you drop the masks that you're carrying so they can pick them up, so your players can kill them, and on and on and on. It sounds like a fun, not really point control, but like a territorial kind of a mode where you're trying to take over this space that's got the Ferelsi. They're trying to push you back so they can get Ferelsi and get their masks and accrue their points. In, th- in theory, it sounds pretty awesome. And in the middle of all that, from what it also said... The Varelsi aren't going to like being killed, so yeah. they are going to get harder and harder and or more and more. Mm-hmm. not quite sure how that will play out, but basically the dynamic of it all is going to change at different points throughout the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that was one, one little line in there that it kind of got lost in all the other details and excitement about it. But I really like the idea of maybe if one team's really up on points, then maybe if the Varelsi spawn like equally across the map or something. Maybe the Varelsi in, you know, the green team's territory are their bosses, their, you know, their damage is like two and five times, double damage, all that good stuff. Maybe have a conservator at the end there. Exactly. Uh Or even if they're, you know, just spawning in a lane down the middle of the map, have them directing all their fire to the winning team, depending on how well they're doing, you know, so... The other team can come in without having to soak up as much damage, maybe get some quick kills, grab the masks, run out, while the team that was in the lead is back licking their wounds. Something like that. Obviously, once again, we're going to know quite a bit more about that tonight. Mm-hmm. So Gearbox went ahead and also listed a few more things coming out uh, here in the near future. And one of those, besides the Atticus and the Thrall Rebellion, Mm -hmm. is another story operation called Toby's Friendship Raid. That'll be coming (laughs) out later this fall. And the third through fifth DLC will also be story operations, and they'll be coming out later this winter. Yep, they also said that there's going to be one more PvP mode they're looking to drop in fall sometime. It didn't really specify. Uh, Maybe since they're kind of combining Atticus and Face-Off in one, maybe it'll be with... Uh, Toby's Friendship Raid at the same time. In addition to that, they said Kid Ultra will definitely be dropping this fall at some point. They they had said last week that he was coming in the next couple months, so this is basically right in line with that. 
They said also that the 30th Battleborn will be coming sometime in the winter, that no specific details on who that would be or when exactly in the winter. Just another heads up that hopefully coming by the end of the year. That'd be nice. And then lastly... They've got uh, some group skins, taunts coming out each month. They've also got a spooky Halloween uh, set of skins coming out. I'm looking forward to Halloween skins for Montana, uh, Ombra. Who else gets a lot of skins? Uh, Wrath. Wrath, yeah, Wrath. (laughs) Gearbox, if any of you are listening, please have one for Phoebe. Please, 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 please. Hers kind of looks almost spooky already. She looks kind of like Vampire Bride. It's bad science. I want a Halloween special. Pumpkinhead? You want Pumpkinhead. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. (laughs) And if you don't give me Phoebe, at least a Rendy. I got to imagine there's going to be an Arendi one. I'm 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 sure, yeah. yeah. I'd even go for Galt, but he does have Frankenstein already, so. Yeah, I was going to say, even Wrath has his, like, vampire dark... Kind of skull-ish looking kind of guy, so he he's kind of all set too. Mm-hmm. But we'll find out, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to do that because I want to spend more money. Yes, I, I'm looking forward to buying another uh, holiday skin bundle, especially since their summer bundle is such an amazing deal. Six skins for the price of three. I'm looking forward to whatever Halloween brings. So let us know what you guys are looking forward to. Uh, Who do you want to see get some Halloween skins? What kind of Halloween skins do you want to see? And speaking of feedback, it's time for the mailbag. I like that. I like the sad bugle fanfare for the mailbag. (laughs) This question comes from Ashley Pfeiffer on Facebook. I'm pretty sure it's not Pfeiffer because there's an F in there. She says, I don't know if my husband has Battleborn. However, if I were to start playing Borderlands on the PS3, what would you suggest as a starter character, preferably a girl? Any advice for Ashley? Well, if she's going to go ahead and start up a wonderful game of Borderlands. Now, are we talking original or are we talking part two? Well, I figured we could run through any of the Borderlands as just kind of quick hits unless you have really extended thoughts on some of them. Well, if she's going to start with Borderlands 1... Uh, well, her options are very limited. Yeah, that's true. Um, she's going with a siren. Mm. And it was Maya, right? <laughs> it was Lilith, you idiot. Damn it! Lilith's the first one. <laughs> Maya's the second one. <laughs> I, I think if you don't specifically want to play as a girl because you don't see your character all that much, probably another good suggestion would be to play as Roland because you can throw out your turret, get a little bit of DPS help, and you know regen your health and shields, I think it does too. I wasn't huge into Borderlands 1, but I played as him and got a little bit further than I would have otherwise, not knowing too much going into it. Well, having played a bunch of Borderlands 1, I will say, in my opinion, the Siren was a little more complicated, but mm-hmm. at the end of it, I think she was more powerful than Roland. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, of course, I'm sure everybody will argue yay or nay on that one. But mm. I think at the end of the day, she would have been better off playing uh, Lilith anyway. Okay. I think for Borderlands 2, if you're picking it up in a kind of a Game of the Year edition where you've got all the DLC for it, you cannot go wrong with playing the Necromancer first. You've got to be gauged because as soon as you get your skill, which is to summon Death Trap, you basically have not necessarily easy mode, but it makes everything a ton easier. Because, oh, I'm in a jam. Death Trap, come up. 
tank all the damage, kill everybody for me. It's just so helpful, especially when you're playing solo. I'm, I'm fighting a boss. I'm getting overwhelmed by the ads. Death trap come up, kill the ads, have them dropping, you know, dropping all the loot, getting out of my face. You can't go wrong with death trap. I have to agree with you on this one. Mm-hmm. Gage is hands down the best option yeah. for uh, a female in Borderlands Two. Mm-hmm. You put Death Trap out, you just go eat some pizza, have a drink of Pepsi, and <laughs> chill out. In our case, drink beer and eat mm-hmm. chips. But especially once you get that skill that makes his his cooldown refresh and keeps him out there longer, the more he kills stuff. Once Death Trap is on a killing spree, you I mean you can go sit in the corner and read a book. Uh-huh. He'll take care of it for you. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, and then moving to the pre-sequel, uh, if we're going to stick with female characters, mm-hmm. I would go with the gunslinger. Nisha here. Available for mercenary work, S&M, and birthday parties. Just because okay. her abilities allow you to be inaccurate as all get out and still kill a massive amount of people. I think for pre-sequel, if we're talking like the... The base characters, I might go with Athena, because if you get in a jam, you can throw up your shield, kind of use it to back away, find a hidey hole. Obviously, you'd have to drop some money for the DLC. I would go with Aurelia, because once her skill is up, it's going around, it's attaching to other enemies, it's doing cryo damage to them, it's possibly freezing them solid, so you don't have to worry about them. And then you can buff up all her ice abilities. And as we know, cryo in that game is... Amazing. It's one of the best elemental weapons or damage types you can have. It has a good chance of freezing people solid. If you're playing solo, that's so useful. That's so important. The CC on that's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's gotten me out of a ton of situations. So that's it for the mailbag this week. If you guys have any questions for us, any comments, any feedback, you can email us at info at thirdshift.me. We're on Facebook under Third Shift. We're on Twitter as Third Shift Me. That's Third Shift M-E. Uh, we're Third Shift Me on pretty much all the other socials as well. If you want to find direct links to those, you can go to our website at thirdshift.me. Of course, this podcast drops every Friday, so we will see you guys again on September 9th for the next episode. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podomatic. We upload to YouTube. We're going to be checking out some more hosting options here in the future, trying to get us everywhere that you guys want us to be and make it so you guys can find us wherever you want. I just want to add in, thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Without you guys, we wouldn't exist, as mm. is obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely appreciate all the feedback we've gotten on Twitter and Facebook and all the people who participate in any threads we create on Reddit. We always get really good discussions there. So thank you to all you guys, all you listeners, or anybody who just sees us out there and goes, hey, they said something interesting. I'm going to respond to that. Definitely appreciate it, all you out there. And with that, don't don't forget forget to to save. Shut up and sit down.